This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Trey, thank you for joining us for another Thursdays with Trey podcast, which of course is the day that we have the privilege of entertaining your questions. I hope that your uh, late summer is going well. If you have children or grandchildren, I hope that they are acclimating themselves either for the first time or back to school. Certainly appreciate the teachers that are, you know, it's got to be the hardest job in the world. I, I would rather roof houses in July barefoot, but um, I'm very thankful that there are people willing to do it. So with that, Mary Langston, how are you? I'm great, Trey. How are you? I don't have any complaints. Thank you for asking. Good. I agree with you on teachers. I figured you would. <laughs> yes, mom, sir. Since your mom was one. Mm-hmm. Did you have a good birthday? Um, You know, honestly, I can't think back that far. I mean, it's been like 48 <laughs> hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, you know, my thing on birthdays, Mary Langston, I, I, I think I ought to have to do more than just like make it another year to have a lot of presents and stuff. And the great irony is when my mother calls me to wish me a happy birthday and I always tell her the same thing. Literally, you did more work than I did. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't I, I'm, I'm happy it happened, but I, I had a very small role to play in it. Uh, it really, you know, our birthdays really ought to be the day we're most thankful to our moms for, Mm -hmm. uh, for enabling us to have that day. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it was great. The course is closed on Monday. So, um, I didn't play golf, but, um, but that's okay. I I get to play more than I used to. So I'm not complaining about that. And hopefully you played this weekend. I did play this weekend and uh, played with uh, a really, really good player who played college and professional golf and then was Mm -hmm. a golf coach and now is in the golf business with a company called Callaway, Mm -hmm. which is, uh, uh, they make irons and drivers and putters and wedges and all of that and golf balls. So that was fun. He's really good. I love watching, you know, watching really, really, really elite players play. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad y'all got to play this weekend. We have a lot of great questions today, Trey. So are you ready to get started? Oh, more than just the ones you've asked me already. I thought that, I thought that was the podcast. How was your birthday? And did you get to play golf? There's more. That was just the start. Yes. Oh, oh, there. Okay. Well, I hope. Uh, the rest of them are as uh, easy as the second one of those. The first one was hard about the birthday, but the <laughs> one about playing golf wasn't that tough. It will get much harder. So are you ready? Okay. Well, well, let's find out. Okay, wonderful. Our first question is from Betty. She writes, thank you for reminding us about Afghanistan on Sunday. Why do you think this is not being covered by the media anymore? Same with Ukraine. 
Oh, Betty, I wish I knew. Uh, there could be a number of explanations ranging from the human condition to yeah, something more nefarious, I guess. I mean, we're not wired to want to see suffering and heartache for long periods of time. I mean, we see it, we react to it, we process it, uh, we try to resolve it as best we can, and then we either force ourselves or allow ourselves to move on. And the you know sad reality is we can't do anything on an individual level about the suffering in Ukraine or Afghanistan. We hear about the plight of women and children. We know there are food issues. We know that there are freedom issues. There are security issues. But honestly, we're powerless. Uh, so that's the human condition explanation, I think. The slightly more nefarious explanation would be uh, bad news reflects poorly on whoever made the decision that led to the bad news. So if Republicans made poor decisions, then conservative media and conservative commentators would not be running those stories or talking about those stories for weeks on end. And by the same token, if Democrats made poor decisions while they were in control and they were during the withdrawal from Afghanistan and they are now uh, that Ukraine is in the throes of war, um, it's just not likely that the uh, liberal media is going to remind us of that on a regular basis because it would have a negative impact on Democrat electoral prospects. So I think it's a combination of things ranging from just the way we're wired uh, to something more intentional. Uh, one thing's for certain, ignoring it does not resolve it. People are suffering whether we're aware of it or not. Mm. I don't want to sound too much like Marcus Aurelius, but um, whether we see something or not does not take away from its reality. And whether we hear about something or not does not take away from its reality. So mm. The best I think we can do, Betty, is continue to care and think and ask help where we can on the level that we can not be overwhelmed by the dauntingness of the task, but just simply do what we can, which includes asking those in positions of power what they're doing about it, because uh, we may be powerless, but they are not. Now, that said, these are often complex and complicated issues, and uh, that's what we're continually told. On the other hand, you know that before you raise your hand and volunteer to be the leader of the free world, you know that these are complex and complicated uh, issues. So that's you know not an out if you're not making them correctly. You, you, you can't say, well, gosh, it's really hard to be the leader of the free world. You knew that before you volunteered. So world's a tough and complicated place. And uh, the responsibility is on those who offer for public service to offer some solutions wherever they exist. Well, thank you, Trey, for answering that question. And thank you, Betty, for your thoughtful question. I did want to note, too, Ukraine's Independence Day is this week. Um, so I was just thinking about that as well. Our next question is from Linda. She writes, it seems like so many bills before Congress have names that don't match the content of the bill. Is there a way to require at least 75% of the bill to be addressed by the name? Uh, Linda, you can, uh, I can um, require it in the quietness of our own soul, but no, uh, the legislative drafting office in the house or the Senate probably doesn't have the power to do that. They may be able to tweak the titles, a leadership uh, on both sides certainly can do it. Um, and right now, obviously, Democrats are in control of the House, but that, that 
has been different in the past. It was different when I was there and it may be different in the future. So leadership certainly has a role in what bills are titled. Uh, they look for these catchy names so they can go back home and call something, you know, the Freedom Act or the Buy America Act or the Crime Reduction Act or the Inflation Reduction Act, because who in the world is against any of those things? I mean, who is against freedom? Who doesn't think buy you know, products made by our fellow citizens is, you know, not a good idea. Who's against crime reduction? Even the progressives, uh, progressive prosecutors tell you that they are in favor of crime reduction. They just don't ever prove it. And their actions don't do anything to reduce crime, but they tell you that they're in favor of crime reduction. So the acts do not resemble the title, uh, but that's true in life too. I mean, we can, somebody can advertise a product. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And that product doesn't do what they say it's going to do. I mean, people name, I mean, I guess if you wanted to, you could name a child precious, even though that child was, you know, like from the movie Damien and Omen and, and was terrible. I mean, you can name the child precious, but there's nothing precious about the child. I mean, you can name yourself, you know, Aphrodite, even though you're not Aphrodite. So it's hard to like legislate and police all of that, but you and I can, um, we can, you know, require our elected officials to, you know, call it what it is and take off points when it comes time to electing them. When we realize that what we've been sold is a lemon, um, calling something Mercedes does not make it a Mercedes, mm. but I don't, think there's any way to police that other than us policing it. Well, thank you, Trey. And thank you, Linda, for your question. Our next question is from Ralph in New Hampshire. He writes, politicians often remark that good policy makes good politics. Do you believe that is true? And if so, is it practiced in Congress? Yeah, I've heard that before. I used to hear it a lot. Um, I still hear it. I think the challenge is there's no consensus anymore on what good policy is. The country is 50-50. There are a number of bills that pass with almost universal support. Um, we, we used to do those on Monday and Tuesday nights. They're called suspension bills. They Sometimes they pass unanimously, but those are not big ticket items. Those are, you know, perceived rightfully so in most instances to be smaller bills. The big ticket items almost always pass on straight party line votes. So almost half the country obviously doesn't think it's good policy um, because they voted against it. So, yeah, that's that's one of those truisms that is, you know, almost unassailable. It just doesn't mean anything. I, I don't know what that means anymore. So it's a it's an old saying that sort of run its course of usefulness. Because there's little agreement anymore on what good policy is, or frankly, there's little agreement on what the word good means anymore. Mm. 
Politics is now just about ratifying and validating your base. And if you have to pass something uh, by having the vice president break the tie, that you won, you were successful politically. Is Does that make a good policy? Well, 50 senators thought not. So yeah, I know what they mean by that. I just don't know what the practical application is anymore. Well, thank you. And thank you, Ralph, for your question. We'll answer more of your questions when we come back. Our last question is from Claudia in Massachusetts. She writes, does anyone even believe in walk the talk or are we all just believing the culture of what is being forced on us by the media? Uh, well, Claudia, I think many people do walk the talk or practice what they preach or live by the same set of rules that they expect you uh, to live by or to sum it up in one word, consistency. Mm-hmm. It is worth bearing in mind that the talk has to be accurate. I mean, what you're saying has to be right or else you're walking the talk, but the talk is wrong and therefore the walk is wrong. So I think sometimes in our culture, we confuse sincerity with truth and there's a big difference. You can be really sincere and authentic and still be really wrong. So number one, make sure that we're right on the facts. Make sure we fully investigated and ask all the right questions and explore all the options. And then when we settle on the talk and what it should be, then yes, we like it when people are consistent and honest. And we don't like it when people tell us to avoid restaurants during COVID, but they go themselves or We don't like it when people tell us that we should drive an electric vehicle while they're flying around the world on a Gulf stream. And then the second part of that is the word culture. But I mean, who gets to set the culture? Mm. I mean, the question, if I remember correctly is, are we all just believing the culture? Well, you're part of the culture too. I mean, Hollywood thinks it's the culture, but I mean, I can't think of anything like, that has less to do with our day-to-day lives than the way Hollywood lives. Music, I mean, is that the culture? Fashion magazines, I mean, who decides what our culture is? So who decides what our culture believes? And don't we have a little say-so in that as well? The people I like the most in the world make an effort to be right, first of all, and then they make an effort to live by that rightness that they preach. The people I dislike the most are those who live by a separate set of rules. And there are lots of them on both sides in politics right now. And we just need to ask for the wisdom to sort out who is who. But I start when I hear, you know, you'll walk the talk or practice what you preach. The first thing goes through my mind is, well, what are you preaching? I mean, if you're preaching that the earth is flat, then I, you know, maybe I don't want you like practicing what you preach, particularly if you're an airline pilot or (laughs) something that needs to accept that the earth is actually round. Mm. So it depends. Um, I I, I like consistency and truth between the two. I pick the truth. None of us, not one of us likes uh, hypocrisy, but it's around and I'm sure I do it myself, but we got to be on guard for it. So that's the best I can do on walking the walking the talk and practicing what you preach. 
Well, thank you so much, Trey. And thank you to our listeners for your questions. I know last week we talked about the intro music and I did want to share about that today. It does look like our production team actually created it. So if we get more information about that, we will let you know. When we just make up a story that's interesting. We will lean on you for that part. <laughs> well, no, you wouldn't. You would never be party uh, to making up a story that lacks sufficient factual basis. Maybe. Exactly. I said all I had to say about it last week, which is I offered to write some music and I offered to sing it. <laughs> and the people at Fox, you know, had a bunch of ridiculous questions about experience and did I know what I was doing and uh, stuff <laughs> that just I didn't think really bore any connection to the task at hand. Mm. Uh, so, um, yeah, thank you for that question and every other one and Mm -hmm. college football starts Saturday, although it really, you could argue starts in earnest first weekend in September. Mm, We're getting closer. It is. Christmas is almost here. So I cannot uh, wait for that and Mm -hmm. uh, hope everyone has a great uh, rest of their week. And if school hasn't started, enjoy, because I, I think school starts later in other parts of the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been in for like half a semester here in South Carolina, <laughs> but it ain't just started other places. Mm-hmm. So to yeah, all the kids out there, just keep in mind, you go talk to people. I was having lunch with Tim. Tim actually came up on uh, my birthday. Mm. And we went to lunch and we were talking about if we could do things over again. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing I think we would do back over, we wouldn't want to go to any more parties. I don't know that he went to as many as I did anyway, but we wouldn't want to go to any more of those. It really wasn't sports. It was take that season of life to learn because that's about the only job you have then. So if you're a student and you're dreading going back to school, I've been there too, but Knowledge is power and they can't take it away from you. And there'll come a point in time in your life where you wish you knew more than you did. Mm. And now is the time to start filling in those blanks. So I know it's not a lot of fun to get up early in the morning. I know pop quizzes aren't fun. Mm. I know there's a lot of social drama in schools and I don't miss any of that, but that's not your job. Your job is not to fit into a certain click or group um, is to learn as much as you possibly can. Mm. You take it from people that are really successful right now. Um, and I like Tim and they will mm. tell you that's their biggest regret. They wish that they had learned when it was the time to learn. Wow. That's good wisdom. Thank you for sharing that Trey. Well, it was really Tim, but you're welcome. Well, I'm glad he shared that with you. All righty. Y'all have a great week and we will see you next week and keep your questions coming. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.